Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, and I am super pumped to have Jennifer Cohen here with me today. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I am excited to have you on the show. And before we dive into all the great, amazing things that you are helping these brands to do now with, you know, leading them through how to elevate and maximize, you know, their potential, let's talk about a little bit of the backstory, where you came from all the great things that you've done in the world of fitness and the accomplishments that you had. And then I would love to hear how this grew into what you're doing today. Where did the crossover happen? Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, the crossover, it's interesting because I never started in the fitness business. I think um, people always assume that's kind of like what my my trajectory was always was, I guess, but I actually started off in the music world. Um, I was um, head of marketing for a big record label, BMG music. And I'm Canadian, and I was actually uh, running. I was I was I was working in the marketing department at, at BMG in Toronto, and I got a job offer to come to Los Angeles for a different record label. And how I even ended up in the fitness business was totally a fluke. I I was everything was changing within the mu- the music world, and uh, iTunes was becoming a huge thing. And so I decided to kind of leave, but I was already on a working visa because when you're Canadian, you can't just come and work in another right. country. You need to get your visa. So the company Sony was sponsoring me. A company was spo- a big yeah. company was sponsoring me. So I had really no way of getting paid. So I decided to go and and take like a. I, I always loved fitness. It was always a passion of mine, a hobby of mine. But that's when I thought, you know what? I will become a trainer in the interim. I'll get my first mm-hmm. certification, and that's how I'll pay my rent and make money yeah. until I kind of figure out what I want to do next. So it was, it was kind of a, it was actually just like a stopover. Fitness was a stopover. And then basically after I did that, as I was getting my fitness, uh, my little, my first certification, now I have millions, but not millions, but a lot. Uh, I, I had this idea of like, you know what? I know how the marketing budgets work within the, the record labels and how people spend their monies. I'm, I think I kind of created a position. I thought to myself, you know what? What if I go to the record label heads and say, you know what? Now that I'm a trainer, they, were, they had to get their talent ready anyway for videos and for you know tours. Like what happens if I just kind of integrate myself into the budget and I kind of pitch myself as like a label trainer to one label. And that's how I kind of started my fitness journey, so to speak. And from there, what happened was one label turned into two, turned into three. And then I ended up having like a bunch of different labels and artists that I was working with. And so I ended up having my first company was actually a fitness company. So I went from getting that training certification to then having to hire, you can only be one place at one time. I never wanted to be capped, right? Like only making this this amount of money hourly. So then I had to hire a bunch of trainers and I basically created an entire business. And that was the beginning of my fitness world. Yeah. And then from, yeah. And from there, I just kind of started to do a lot of like business within the fitness industry. And that was, 
you know, that then became my, my path. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So music industry, fitness, now you're doing a lot of like investing in different companies. Right. And also helping with the, the branding, right. The basically strategy. It's, it basically all dovetails quite nicely, right? I mean, it's it's kind of like the evolution of, of, of my of one's career, right? Because what happens is you do something and then that, that opportunity yes. leads to another opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of like pivoting, but not, it's like within the same area. So from all of that, um, from all that experience and not only, and also from all the different people I've met, other opportunities kind of presented themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I just took advantage of different opportunities that presented themselves to kind of grow and elevate my career as yeah. I got older. I mean, that was kind of like my brain and my interest is really in business. Um, you know, it wasn't only to always do, a, it wasn't to do a squat and a lunge. It was more yeah. about like, I was very passionate and, and, and interested and curious about how to kind of create um, a real business with a passion that I had. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. I think, I think a lot more people need to want to figure out how to actually create a real business with the passion that they have, because I think a lot of people, when they're starting, they have this thing that they're so passionate about and they have something that they're really good at doing, but they don't truly understand that, you know, the business is a business and the passion is a very small part of what is actually going to sustain you. Right. So that's, Absolutely. that's something we need to, we need to help everyone with. And we are right. Yeah. Talk about some of the projects that you're working on now. Oh gosh. Okay. So, well now I'm working on, I have a podcast too, as you can probably see behind me, I, obviously, yeah. you know, habits and hustle, um, which um, is a, a big part of what I do, but also what I, I, I really do is I created a company called Suprema, which is where we kind of, or where I do, it's a two prong business. It's both, it's some of it is marketing and managing health brands or, and, and elevating them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And the other part is to, um, invest and find companies that are startups, emerging brands in the, in the wellness space and basically help them grow. So I have um, a couple different things. Like one of the, one of the projects I have was Ryan Lochte. He's a swimmer who's going to the Olympics uh, in a couple months. Yeah. And he's a very, he's a, he's a world-class athlete, but he wasn't optimizing on his fitness piece of his business properly. So what we did was we came in and we created an entire fitness vertical for him. So he has like a whole fitness platform where people can then work out with him in real time as he's training for the Olympics. I know. Yeah, that's awesome. And so then, right. And so, because it's like, it's, it's one thing, I mean, right now in the fitness space and the there's, it's saturated with people who are doing a lot. I mean, especially now it's a little bit, it's slowed down, but you know, when, 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 when the pandemic was, was really your like lockdown, people were just doing anything. They were, they were creating their businesses from doing this. For sure. And I thought what a wonderful opportunity for people who are like, like really world-class athletes. You don't really get a chance to really work out with them in real time. Like 
it, it, you know, it's, you get a lot of people who are great fitness professionals, but how cool would it be is as this person is getting ready to train, you get to have that same opportunity as well. That's um, amazing. I love yeah. that. And I should also tell people right now, it's actually on hold for the next few weeks because, um, he is tapering down, which means you're not able to do anything. It's all these like different rules. So if people want to, you know, if people want to sign up, he'll be, he'll be doing it afterwards. Yeah. But we're going to give people a couple months for free um, just because of that. But that's just one example of something that we're working on. Um, and, you know, we do a lot of different things with a lot of different people uh, that are in the works. And, um, yeah, that's basically how I, that's that's really one of my concentrating points right now. Yeah, yes, that's really interesting. So talk to me about some of the things when you're looking at a brand and you come across a brand and you're like, okay, I really see something here. And I feel like this is a brand that I can help elevate. What are some of those commonalities? And then maybe share a little bit of like, where you bring your magic in? Like, where do you bring your magic in? Like, what are the things that you're kind of like, okay, this is good, but you know, we, we, we need to add this or we need to tweak that in order to really help them stand out and, and elevate. That's a good question. So number one, I think whenever I look at a brand, the first thing I always do is look at the people behind the brand. So a lot of times, almost all the time, it's not even so much about this widget or that widget, really. It's about the people who are creating that because you're the, tra the trajectory of success. I always bet on the person versus just whatever that product is. Yeah. Um, that's number one. Um, and then, of course, a close second is something that's innovative and different that, you know, has something that is. Um, very user friendly and that also could be a disruptor in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. A lot of times now, like the wellness and fitness and health business is a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. And there's a lot of things that come and go, a lot of fads. So I try to stay away from things that are very fad-like and find things that disrupt the marketplace that actually people could truly help them optimize on their health for in a, in a real way yeah. um, and stay away from all the, you know, things that are just kind of like, yeah, it's, that was cool because it's different because the problem is a lot of times, um, a cons you know, a lot of people are looking for a magic wand, a magic pill, a magic something yes. to help them. And I'm really, uh, I, 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 I kind of, I don't believe in that. And that can hurt you and hinder you, right? Because you can make a quick buck. But I'm not about that. I really want to be somebody who has integrity and has something that really could um, help somebody in, in a real way and have partners uh, yeah. in a, who are like-minded, who kind of also not only can like move the, the needle um, from like a business standpoint, but has the heart and the integrity that are aligned with what, what I'm aligned with. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It, it's, it's really interesting to hear you say that as it relates to the fitness space. And I love hearing you say that. I talk about that a lot as it relates to the business space, which is very much the same as fitness, right? It's very like everyone, everyone's a business coach. Everyone teaches business. Yeah. Everything is, everything is about the latest, greatest tactic, you know, all those things. And what is so, so interesting is the very thing that people chase that is the short-term win that you can make a buck on really quick is actually the thing that ends up, you know, really catastrophically damaging the business. And a lot of times taking people out of business because what happens is that thing is going to come and go right, and then right. there's nothing left. 
Whereas if you take the slow and steady wins a race, look for those, you call it, you know, disruptive ideas. I talk about looking for the, the gap. There's always a gap. Mm-hmm. You look for the gap that no one is stepping into. There's an opportunity to do something really unique, something different, something lasting that truly serves. And I love hearing you say that. I feel like we, I know we have a lot of health entrepreneurs that listen to the show. And I think that's probably really rewarding for them to hear you say that. Um, maybe can you speak to some of your favorite examples of like the way that your customers are doing that in the health space that's a little bit different than like, like I said, you know, the the quick overnight things that people are kind of chasing, right? Yeah, I mean, you mean, are you, do you want me to give you examples of companies I think are doing a good job at this basically? Or yeah, just- or strategies or, you know what I mean? Like the things that, yeah, just the things that you're seeing some, some brands do that you think um, are examples of what you're talking about here. Yeah. Well, well I think, okay, so number one, I like, I like authenticity. I think that people... Um, will eventually, I, I hope people, you know, water find this level and like it's yes. authenticity is super, super important to me. Um, I know that with my own personal experience, I like, and I, this is not me investing now. This is just me talking about partners who I have, who I help with different initiatives, like marketing initiatives, mm-hmm. branding initiatives, mm-hmm. um, who are doing the things the right way. You know, like I work with a company called Trunagen. It's a it's an NAD precursor. I don't know if you're familiar with what NAD is, but it's all right. So NAD is something that we all have in our body. We naturally produce it, and um, as you age, it depletes in your body. So the idea is you take this precursor. It's called NAD, and what it does is it helps your body. Um, with your cellular health and energy. Now, this is not an ad. I'm not telling people to go buy that. But what what I'm using as an example is a company that is dedicated to a lot of research, a lot of analysis, a lot of data, and to make their product the best it can possibly be. They're putting a lot of energy, money, time, and people and um, that was what kind of drew drew me to them. I I, want to say that also um, it's very difficult, right? Because social media and too much knowledge, I mean, knowledge is power, but too much knowledge can also be very overwhelming Perfect. and it can, you know, and it can really confuse the consumer um, or social people are getting their information from social media, right? Let's say, and they, they don't have a lot of, they don't have the entire picture of the facts. They have a narrow, yeah. narrow um, slice, which is, can be, that can be very damaging, right? Because yeah. you're making decisions based on the wrong information. Um, So you have to be able to decipher and and follow people and go to people that you, you believe um, who you trust, like trusted sources. So this, like, so something like that, like, you know, them, for example, I've, I've, I've worked with them. I know how they're doing business versus other people. So I, I I partner with them. Um, But, and there's other ones too. I, this is a big one, the BLK water, which is, another one they are they're doing things the, the right way it's the health benefits are in it so i try to pick things that are like i said that are different unique but come with come with people and partners who are like-minded who are authentic who are showing you what's in the product showing you how yeah. where it's sourced all of those things 
that that is so so important for in my opinion in terms of like picking the brands picking the companies picking your partners if people are looking to align themselves and collaborate with themselves know what you're getting into know your information yeah yeah no absolutely i i love that and i think it's so great because at the end of the day, it's not it's not what you hear or see online or what the, the most noise or energy is ever about. But at the end of the day, the brands that rise and actually are able to sustain are the ones that focus on the best quality product, the customer experience, the brand reputation, the value that they deliver. So it, it's that long-term thinking ultimately that does allow you know brands to, to rise and, and say, and it's it's great to hear you come at it from like the perspective of the industries that you're working at. I see the same thing on the side, you know, in the types of businesses that I work with. And it's great to hear that for sure. No, a hundred percent. And, you know, I think it's also to be, let's take a step back. And I don't know if this is something we talk about a lot, but to be clear in which for as an individual, as they grow their business, to have clear ideas and vision of what they want their goals are in order to like kind of pursue their own business or to elevate and optimize their business. For sure. For sure. So, and, and let's talk a little bit about your magic. So what is, what are like your favorite things? What are your favorite things that you bring to these brands that like, that you feel really kind of uh, catapults them? Like where, where do you feel like you kind of come in and, and uh, bring to the party? Oh my gosh. Well, I think one way I, 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 what I think I do is, I don't know if it's magic per se, but I think finding again, what I, what, what I try to do is bring a team of people or like uh, an army of different partners who are again, like-minded. So part of what I like to do is find those real the, the, the real people who are authentic, who can be aligned with the brand, who can partner with the brand and be voices, ambassadors for the brand that are properly aligned. So that's number one. Um, I feel like being an educator, talking about the brand, not just through my own uh, network, but through actually through my own network, but also to like the media. I, I want to be able to educate people properly yes. and intelligently. Um, I, I, I like, I think messaging is extremely important. Um, and that authenticity piece is important. And I think user experience, what you said is very important. So I really help work on the user experience, what the messaging is, what your mission statement is. I think having a brand Bible is extremely important. Like what, what a company wants to stand, what, what they stand for, who they stand for, why they stand for it, and really highlight those things are yes. extremely important. Um, and I think transparency is very important. I try to work on the transparency piece because I think over time, like we were saying to your point, I think, you know, the, the, it's not the, it's not the, I guess it's a marathon. It's not a race kind of thing. Right. I think over time people become very, um, brand, they become very, uh, what's the word when it's loyal, I guess it was an easier word, loyal to their brand when they have that transparency, yeah. when they kind of, um, slowly understand what the, what the brand stands for. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what, uh, you're writing a book, right? I am. So I did a I, did, I am. I did a TED talk a, a year or so ago that was on boldness, actually. Nothing to do with branding, nothing yeah. to do with marketing. Um, my, 
you know, my background also when we talk about fitness was before I, I started, not before, kind of in conjunction, my fitness stuff kind of slowly kind of migrated into the performance space, not mm-hmm. because my entire methodology was never again about doing a squat or doing a lunge because that to me is easy. The more difficult thing has always is always the behavioral element, yes. like what you're how about, about your brain and your mentality, what you're thinking, how you think about it. That will, that will, definitely over override any type of physical ability. So mm-hmm. I always try to focus on that. That supersedes anything. So I did a TED talk on, on basically being bold and getting someone to think boldly. And, you know, fortunately, I guess some people liked it. And so I'm really, and that's always been my philosophy and I'm just expanding on my philosophy with this book. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So before we wrap up today, share like maybe one or two things from the book that are like messages that you're really trying to get out in the world that you think will help entrepreneurs and business owners to, you know, rise to meet their their highest potential. Well, I'll tell you one thing. My, I, 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 This helps, I think, everybody, business entrepreneurs, that way I always tell people that they should chase what they want, don't take what you can get. And I think yes. um, I lived by that motto. I think it's very easy sometimes to just settle for what you have in front of you as opposed to chasing what you really want. And the reason why I find that to be so important is that you will work a thousand times harder for something that you truly want, truly believe in versus just something that's okay. And that was kind of the easy thing to do. So don't be afraid of hard work. Don't be afraid of, of failing. Because it's that those that it's those times that is becomes the most meaningful and the biggest and best opportunities come their way. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Can't wait for the book to come out. We'll definitely share it out with everyone. Uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me and spending some time sharing what you're doing and uh, Habits and Hustle, the show, right? Everybody can check out the show, Habits and Hustle. And uh, anywhere else you want to invite people to connect? They can check me out on um, Instagram at the real Jen Cohen, um, my, my website, uh, Jennifer Cohen. They can check out my TED Talk, um, The Secret to Getting Anything You Want. And what else? I think that's good for now. That's, that's amazing. The Secret to Getting Anything You Want. Make sure you guys check it out. And that's just amazing parting advice that you left for everyone. So thanks for being here with me on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. For sure. All right, guys, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews help us get into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love to keep climbing. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs to help them grow and scale their businesses online. And thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. Here's to our next 600 episodes together.